listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, yo, we light a candle, run raps around the English Channel. Neptunes, I got a cock spaniel. We on the run now. Yo, it ain't even fun now. And where I go, yo, niggas can't even come now. Yo, you hate the law, nigga, break it. I don't care. When you get caught, remember that. I don't care. NRE, blow you out the atmosphere. Yo, now we on the run, yo. If that ain't clear, weak niggas want to stick. But if that ain't fair, now we down in Vegas. Money skies is too courageous. Yo, I'm on the run, but still rip stages. They call me Animal Thug when I'm in cages. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tales podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday. That's right sunday 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 uh the day that the lord made for football yeah today's a quote-unquote official kickoff even though thursday thursday was the official kickoff thursday was the official kickoff but today's the day everybody else plays i think you are you saying official or official official okay i don't know why i'm hearing an extra syllable in there uh at any rate no no nah, nah, it's cool i just i mean it could be official as well i may have my bad uh, that's but all i good. thought i was saying official well um nah it's the official kickoff today um uh or official depending on where y'all at uh uh but uh also it's the 15th anniversary sounds weird to say anniversary of 9 11 right um which uh of course is a terrorist attack that happened in dc and new york and uh through a lot of people in america you know um and it's uh that com- combination today is going to probably be the cause of a lot of uh strife on the timeline mm-hmm. over whether people kneel or don't kneel for the nfl national anthem singing shit um mm-hmm. which is at this point i think that entire controversy just become ridiculous like i i i i'm 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 now no longer caring whether you kneel or don't kneel it doesn't bother me it never mattered from the beginning to me yeah like the the seahawks i think are planning to stand with their arms interlocked to show solidarity and unity for each other or some shit i i don't care you know i I, I, literally it doesn't make any difference police gonna don't give a fuck either so right uh (laughs) you know um but i i expected to be a lot of hot takes today you know a lot of you know and the, you know the thing is uh it's weird because i feel like we've watched 9 11 become uh a shadow of itself mm-hmm. um just being alive during it i remember the intensity of emotion afterwards and the outpouring of like togetherness and all this shit that was always kind of i think any black person paying attention knew that that was bullshit mm-hmm but just the fact that we lived through that you know it must be like what it was like to live through pearl harbor or whatever and then you know the war comes and then they're like okay black soldiers y'all can't be marines and you need to have a separate barracks and we're not gonna put you on the front line we're not even gonna put you in the war uh you know until we get decimated in numbers and we need to put you in the war we don't have a choice then we'll do it like where it was where you just knew clearly like this is still bullshit um so at any rate um yeah happy 9-11 everybody um uh (laughs) and and you know uh, all the hot takes that go with that you know dick cheney was saying president obama has made us the least secure like president ever and shit like this you know just it's like the whole point of this is now just trolling it's not like it's no reality to it i actually don't mind when people recount where they were at what they were doing how they felt that because at least that 
is grounded in some sort of reality right like that's how people really like the hot takes of it the how dare you kneel on 9 11 yeah, that's the problem i have that kind of shit i just can't deal yeah, with i it. don't i don't mind the reflecting because for a lot of those people it's just a reflecting of where they was what was going on how it immediately affected them versus people that just spouting shit yeah and i mean emotionally i know i was fucked with you know everybody was fucked with i mean unless you just some heartless motherfucker like right. seeing you know uh the exposure of 24 7 news coverage people jumping out of the fucking towers in and, real time you know the fact that it was almost like helplessness it wasn't like a country attacked us where you could just like blow some shit up you know bomb something go to war with somebody it was you know in the aftermath we went to war with terrorism in the aftermath we passed the patriot act you know like th- there's so much that happened from that because people were so fucked with and i don't think there's any there's no weakness in admitting that um and and there's also you know it's shameful in hindsight some of the things we let the country get away with mm-hmm. under the banner of 9-11 and unity but you know at any rate it's uh you know i'll be glad kind of when this day's over a little bit because uh it's, it, it does get a little bit too much with the 9-11 shit to be honest like people just go to this extreme um trying to like it feel like they're almost trying to outdo each other with more and more 9-11 bullshit so i'll be glad yeah, when it's over i'm trying to out patriotic you if that makes sense mm-hmm. i be more patriotic than you and even a lot of people that was alive during that time a lot of them have what i consider selective memory they remember what they want to remember right um and then not only that you do have uh a lot of people who in my uh personal opinion because the internet now versus the internet back then is not the same so because everything is cynical all of a sudden this got to be cynical too you just can't let uh people you know talk about where they were how their families how it affected them then putting up pictures of uh new york and dc and those areas before and after i mean just letting them deal with it however they choose to deal with it you know it's people they gotta wake up and be like nah i ain't trying to hear that and you're like word like it's like i say those people ain't bothering nobody i could see you you know uh communicating with the people that's just you know like you say throwing a hot take that's a whole nother group a set of people right but the people that are just reflecting and mourning in their own way a lot of times are just getting attacked for putting anything on a timeline about 9-11 yeah i mean like i said yeah there's a lot of people it's it's weird being alive and seeing it as as an adult is like right. we watch people become so callous and cold to the to to what happened you know what i mean like we watched it and i mean not just people that are like man fuck y'all you know if you weren't in new york i don't care how you feel or the or even the like why y'all trying to act like this that or other but more like the even people that are trying to use it as a banner to admonish other people like oh y'all not real patriots if you don't feel broken up over 9-11 today like it's just weird to watch it happen in real time to where it just became a tool for everybody to line up on different sides and fight with each other um it's just i don't know it's just so it's so it's so odd to watch humanity work uh i guess essentially in in in, in just regular speed you know what i mean but to see it like i'm i'm sure it's been like this at every major tragedy 
that we've experienced you know what i mean you just didn't have the privilege of the internet to oh i wasn't alive yeah people real thoughts out there like the same thing is on the timeline people thought those things but you know in various different forms but there was nowhere to actually put a lot of it where you could actually see it in real time yeah and i don't feel find any weakness in, in saying that um you know um in saying that it was deeply it deeply affected a lot of people it deeply affected the sense of uh invincibility that you know i I think a lot of americans had and also the sense of invincibility that we had when you know when i was young because that happened when i was uh, 20 something like 22 21 yeah 22 yeah yeah and and also the thing about it uh for those of you that weren't alive but don't remember uh you can actually uh you know like a smaller child when this happened uh google 911 commercials because i don't know if we would ever see those type of commercials again because like everything was we are one we are american we are one we are, i mean like for months like people of all races all ethnicities like you've seen it everywhere right all right um so yeah this is the blackout tips you can find us on itunes and stitcher and podomatic just search the blackout tips we'll come up leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and today's show is double sponsored is brought to you by shadow dog productions cop our second album the best of riding karen you can find it on uh itunes and you can also find it on amazon leave us a five-star review if you cop that joint because we appreciate everybody that gets it let us know what you think man we got to be funny and silly and do some characters and play some parts man so catch up on all the uh old adventures of riding karen on the best of riding karen um as we uh you know get ready to release this third joint that's coming out soon too mm-hmm. we also are brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is the monthly mystery crate that is filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter offer code tbgwt you can get three dollars off of any new subscription make sure you do it by the 19th so that you get this month's crate which is all about the theme speed okay it has a high octane assortment of goodies from batman cw's the flash and arrow battlestar galactica iron man and gone in 60 seconds and if you have a style need they also got speed loot wear collection which has sonic socks oh i got to have them socks uh or when you gotta go fast as a transformers wearable for your world saving needs a women a winning mario kart tee and more this loot wear collection is gonna zoom away real quick all right let's get into different things well speaking of 9-11s we should probably get into some 9-11 news because mm-hmm. uh people keep doing stuff a texas mattress company had to close uh because they put out a commercial uh which was a twin tower sale um and it ended up sparking death threats um as people were not uh <laughs> i hope you say now not amused by the tasteless video promoting a 9-11 anniversary sale um so um let me see if i can uh find a find the actual video of it but uh because i'm sure they took that shit down um all right let me see if i can play this and if i could put it on screen for y'all uh but yeah i mean it was just a matter of time i guess 15 years was the uh was the, limit. was the limit you know i I mean you figured at some point 
in the, with the way the world is somebody was just gonna be like i'm pulling the trigger on this i, yeah, I no, nobody else did this yet i'm gonna see see what happened yeah it's too good uh of an opportunity to troll and be a jerk swing mattress swing price king mattress swing price oh it's moving kind of slow um uh, let me see if i can enlarge it all day long <laughs> Oh my God! They fell into a twin. That is just a they, snippet. They fell into a tower of mattresses. Who thought behind that them and 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 made them fall? <gasps> oh shit! Also, not that this should make a difference, but everybody in this bitch is brown. So, like, both the men. Now, I'm not. I don't think know if they're Muslim or anything but you know america mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they seem brown and they not black they brown so it's it's definitely some like one dude looks asian and i'm sure they're just like mm-hmm. yep them goddamn muslim terrorists tearing down the towers making a joke it don't matter you muslim mm-hmm. we'll never forget new at five that is just a snippet of an ad right in san antonio that's causing outrage with some critics calling its reference to september 11th attacks tasteless and offensive now the ad you saw there show two stacks of mattresses piled up then collapsing to the ground while the owner of the store says we'll never forget news for san antonio's amanda weber talked with the owner of the store who's now apologizing amanda well randy miracle mattress is located just 410 and they've already taken that ad off of their facebook page but you can see where here today they've apologized to the public and the comments continue to grow we are not hate, we are love. We are, we are somebody that stands out. We're miracle matchers. We make miracles happen. And for our, our lives to be in danger, that's, that's not what we ever wanted. Cherise Bonanno says she didn't realize this 20 second ad would cause the controversy it has. It was stupid. Um, it was a stupid idea that we sent out and we apologize for our stupidity and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Bonanno says they filmed the ad earlier this week wanting to get the word out that they would be having a twin tower sale for the anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks this weekend. But to many on social media, the concept of the sale was immediately taken as offensive. You don't see people making fun of things that happen at Pearl Harbor when you know the japanese attacked us you don't see people making fun of any other war so why is a terrorist attack on such monumental buildings okay having a twin twin tower sale is the most tasteless thing i've ever heard in the video you see the two piles of mattresses banano says they plan to have two towers of mattresses depicting the one standing towers in new york city it's offensive to everybody. It should be offensive to Americans. And as an American making the video, and especially living in San Antonio, um, I, I don't know how you could perceive that as not being offensive, as funny or um, a creative marketing. That's not what it is. We'll never forget. Now Miracle Mattress says they will donate 30% of their sales this weekend to the 9-11 Foundation. And Miracle Miracle Mattress closed today out of fear, they say, after they received several death threats. Right. They say they will still have a sale this weekend, but it will not be called the Twin Tower Sale. Reporting live, Amanda Weber, News 4, San Antonio. 
Uh, down in Texas, they got guns. Somebody come over there and shoot your place up. They should have been like, we would donate 9.11% of our sales this weekend uh, to, to the cause. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty bad, man. Pretty bad. Um, that's bad what they did. And then September 9th, they put out a, a press release that said they'll be closed indefinitely. Of course, because no matter where they go, people are going to threaten them. Like, like basically, the way it is, because of racism, people's stupidity, they're never going to forgive you. A lot of people probably would never shop there again. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't surprise me if people started t- returning their merchandise and shit. Like, this is the shit that people do. Uh, and no matter uh, what happened, I, I, I agree. I don't think it's worth uh, threatening them li- their lives. I guarantee you they got all types of threats. People are like, I come and I blow that bitch up. You down in Texas uh open carry state like people crazy also in the comments on that facebook they said people are like going in and um arguing so like some people yeah some people creating fake accounts being on their side and they're like that's not us Mm -mm. oh my god what the fuck is wrong with people man right just a side controversy you didn't know you know what i mean like you you really just said it then when i we had no idea that it would be viewed this way I mean, we, you know, as far as we concerned, uh, we thought that, uh, everybody would be okay with it. I just can't even imagine that how, how any of this is bad. Um, anyway, all right, let's talk about some other news, um, that's happening. Um, here's one. Uh, dad from TLC's conservative Christian Willis family series mm-hmm. has been arrested. What do you think you got arrested for, Karen? Mm-hmm. Child rape. Okay. Why okay. do they even give the... Can we just look into everybody on TLC's past? Because I feel like... Somebody not doing background Whether checks. it's like the Duggars, um, Honey Boo Boo Mama. Um, like, it's a lot of child rape secrets in these families on TV. Mm-hmm. yeah and they white so everybody glosses over him but if they was brown tlc would not be no longer the channel would be gone this is what i really miss about uh uh tgi friday remember tgif mm-hmm. you know because those families they were all actors and stuff and you just never had to worry about was uncle jesse diddling you know uh uh dj you know you just didn't have to worry about it and if he was he would get replaced like the little girl went upstairs and never returned again on family matters you would just disappear and we would get another actor and like the shit never existed unless you had access to booty talk because she was definitely on some west coast productions after that Ah! but uh but nah up in that room she never came out of yeah i mean because like this is the thing you can't watch these shows after this shit happens like this is kind of like r kelly i don't listen to r kelly because it's hard to listen to him think about sex right. without thinking this is about a 15 year old he's too close to home i, I don't even right. eat, i don't even eat subway anymore like i can't remember the last time i went to subway it has, Ooh, it's been years yeah when the sandwich artist hits too close to home okay the sandwich art ah! it, like i can't eat a sandwich when they put that that mayo on the sandwich you know i'm just thinking that's what jerry did to them kids you know so no i I eat is the meatball subs but then that's not good because then you got balls right exactly i don't want none of his beef i don't want none of his meat you know i don't i don't want him getting between none of my buns it's a lot of (laughs) you know it's a lot of reasons i can't support that and and this is one of this reminds me of that like 
how can you even watch tlc with any of these family values tv shows knowing that they're probably the next one to be like yeah i was fucking my kids too uh you know anyway praise jesus somebody defend you he was arrested uh, and charged by the tennessee bureau of investigation the tbi for raping an underage girl uh 12 years ago uh tbi agents carried out days long investigation of the charges against willis who was the father of 12 children all of whose names begin with the letter j for just not right the duggar like musical family were the stars of their own reality show about traveling the country spreading the christian gospel and performing country music however due to poor ratings they canceled the show in april uh you don't say good luck i mean that they lucky because you know it would have been the controversy of the people rallying behind them because see we always forget about that part there's a lot of people that support the duggars and uh they support uh doug donnison and they support um uh paula dean and they support um you know these these despicable criminals and racists and bigots and shit and dog the bounty hunter and people it's unfair we pile on these people and shit like that i say it's racism involved in a lot of this you know people don't Mm -hmm. want to admit that but like i said for some reason it's empathy and sympathy and oh you people everybody make mistakes and you know god forgives and all this shit but you brown Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. uh he was apprehended in kentucky where he fled in an attempt to evade arrest uh he will be extradited to tennessee cheatham county jail where he will be held without bond um he and his wife brenda like jim bob and michelle duggar are equivocal parents adherence to a christian dominionist sect uh wait dominionist sex <laughs> dominionist sect sorry 14 uh christian dominionist sect that uh encourages married couples to produce as many offspring as possible in order to raise an army of believers the word quiverful comes from the old testament psalm of christian bible psalm 127 which says children are a blessing from the lord happy is the man who has his quiver full of them uh the duggar family has had problems of its own of course we know um with the cheating on ashley madison the uh molesting underage girls by josh duggar and uh including his sisters um so yep another another day another child sex scandal on tlc Mm-mm-mm. yeah the tlc went from literally the learning channel for those of you who haven't been right. around tlc used to be like neil god science guy and like literally uh, nasa and shit like it was none of this shit now but i guess they realized nobody gave a fuck about those things so then they spun off into reality tv what's funny is it still stand tlc is still the the learning channel no it doesn't stand for that anymore oh. it's still it's still the acronym but now it stands for touching little children oh yeah yeah that's what it stands for karen i just came up with that i'm so smart um <laughs> uh north dakota has I legal don't approve i don't approve of them touching little children either <laughs> but that's what the channel stands for until they fucking get these people off of that right we, y'all need to make it born again uh north dakota has legalized armed weaponized drones for police use no right no i mean it's already bad enough they shoot us with the cameras on us i i don't i really don't need them shooting up innocent black people just like like it's iraq right like we playing uh a fucking video game no it's real people you're shooting no negro down shoot them negro down 
yeah they probably stopped betting taking points and shit no mm-hmm uh yep they said they will be limited to less than lethal weapons tear gas tasers rubber bullets and pepper spray no could all be used in theory by the remote control flying machines uh the classic case of unintended consequences the original sponsor republican state representative rick becker said he was unhappy with the way legislation actually turned out his original intention was to prevent law enforcement officials from using the unmanned aerial vehicles from conducting surveillance on private property without a warrant in my opinion there should be a nice red line drone should not be weaponized he said the original draft of house bill 1328 said a state agency may not authorize the use of including granting or permitting to use an unmanned aircraft armed with any lethal or non-lethal weapons including firearms pepper spray beanbag guns mace and sound-based weapons however the state police union amended the bill limiting the ban to only lethal weapons meaning that sound cannons or rubber bullets can be used on police drones mr becker said he didn't fight the amendments telling the arstina okay arstineka all right whatever uh website that he wanted the bill to pass uh to at least require warrants however he said that he will aim to challenge the law in two years time uh during north carolina north dakota's house of representative uh session when they return right because you don't give a fuck about niggas and brown people because this is how it's going to affect when people get together and start protesting they're going to fly this shit out there and make sounds and disperse the groups and shit like that like this is the whole goddamn purpose of this what people fail to realize is like okay now versus sending our officers out there and having our officers get attacked now we can send shit out there prior to it you know what i'm saying happy not even get attacked though it's not about officers getting attacked no it's not that's that's accepting I mean, I mean, I mean, a false but, reality but but that but this is what they this is their perspective even right. though it's not reality officers most likely don't get attacked the problem is that this is their perspective to push this shit when in reality it's not for them it's for the protesters yeah so and anyway uh let's see what no. else happens yeah that just makes me mad why wow, so you can fly over and monitor people people watch out walk outside a house and get shot and shit and nobody knows why and nobody knows what happened people could say the shit fly away but you know new technology all of a sudden we got all these fucking malfunctions just like these cameras all of a sudden you see before and you see after but the incident itself it was fucked up because oh the technology is no fuck you yeah who decides who pulls the trigger on those not less lethal weapons right also less than lethal weapons have killed people you know what i mean like people can still die from being tased to death you can still die from if you have breath uh issue breathing issues and someone puts fucking pepper spray or smoke on you like it can still happen yeah and i didn't think about it but saying the chat room, i think about a hack proof like the shit ain't gonna be hack proof so somebody mm-hmm. hack into your shit all of a sudden you have a whole nother set of problems mm-hmm I mean, they're already sending robots in to blow up on motherfuckers and shit, so. Uh, felony gun charge against designer, the rapper, has been dropped after police failed to find a gun. Uh, following his arrest, Kanye, uh, following his arrest yesterday, Kanye West protege, designer, was facing felony drug and gun charges stemming from an alleged road rage incident. However, according to TMZ, the, the felony gun charge has been dropped after police failed to locate a weapon. A driver phone 911 uh 911 jesus christ 911 thursday night claiming the rapper pointed the gun at him during an argument but a search of the escalade carrying designer turned up nothing gun wise that is the suv still contained oxycontin methadone and steroids steroids the fuck what are the steroids for 
while the charge of felony possession of a controlled substance with the intent to sell has also been dropped designer will still be arraigned today for felony possession of a controlled substance and menacing okay fine but they did the, they did find the hundreds of hammers and okay this dude's just being a snap being snarky at the ah! end of this article but yeah um apparently he got arrested man you know uh hope you don't be the next bobby schmurter you know felony uh charges and he only got one uh he only got uh one hit i mean i'm worried about him uh speaking of other rap news drake uh had his tour bus ride to three million dollars a jury while on tour god damn yeah um somebody snuck into his bus and robbed it um and he went out and said he didn't get robbed because hip-hop machismo has so much to do with that these days you know you have to be like i ain't nobody robbed me it's like nigga somebody robbed you ain't nothing it don't make you a bitch that you got robbed right, you <laughs> wouldn't even dare to defend it what are we talking about here yeah like what <laughs> but i it's like everybody's so worried about getting their fucking chain snatched um so it seemed like everybody's kind of on the same shit you know uh in more hip-hop news uh chance the rapper is buying back tickets from scalpers good yeah and now this is important because and i think we i, I don't know if we covered it on the show or if i just saw rihanna's concert right? rihanna she sold out a concert but when you see the actual concert it's about 30 percent full because scalpers what they do is they buy the tickets they mark up the prices to exorbitant amounts and then nope. even if you don't sell all the tickets as a scalper if you get you know if you're selling the tickets for fucking 10 times face value even if you just get a few people to do it you you got your money back um and that's basically what they do so chance um has been making an effort because you know he's like hey my concert sold out he's very excited everybody's come out i want to have a good crowd you get in there and you're like why is it a fraction of the tickets that i was told was sold the people are here yeah and this man honestly dog it's been so cool to see chance blow up um from 10 day i remember telling brandon about that 10 day mixtape and uh brandon uh from where's my 40 acres acres. and 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 him being kind of like um well you know we'll see he's not polished yet and i was like i understand he he's raw but i could just feel something in him like yo this dude could be special one day yes as you grow and develop as an artist yeah and i was like you know and he's also grown and developed as a person because i mean he's had like you know homophobic lyrics and shit like that in the past but like his album it just feels so much more mature uh and i do love that he's just out there being like joyful and happy and not you know i'm saying like there's no um it's just like he's almost it's almost like hip-hop gospel music kind of without being preachy you know right um so at any rate man it's cool that he cares enough about his audience that he's like it's not real to it's not success for me to say my concert was sold out but when i get to the concert it's empty seats like that's not actual success you're not getting any energy off the crowd or anything i mean you of course people are there but it's different between you know 20 to 30 percent versus the whole arena field filled up and that's not success for your fans right because you know your fans uh enjoy being part of something they're enjoying this idea of of we're sharing an experience and there's nothing worse than being robbed of that experience when you show up and 
you know the tickets are all either one you try to buy tickets and they sold out right or they cost so much you're just like i don't want to do this i can't afford to go so uh he was like he told his fans like hey don't give up if you can't find tickets um we about to basically take them back from the stock uh, uh scalpers he said it's become apparent to me that many people have targeted my cheap seats uh to hashtag mcd and use me and my fans as a way to make money from music i'm not ta- talking resellers i will put them in your hands myself either 45 dollars or 75 dollars we found some tickets that scalpers bought up for mcd and took them back available now limit two per person chance raps.com um and uh he said i took the tickets back from scalpers that shit gotta be historic uh <laughs> yeah because a lot of people just wouldn't like i and, sold my shit out i'm and, good and my thing is this i mean because they get their money regardless but i guess my thing is this how is that legal like how are you able to buy thousands of tickets in one swoop right and you got people that can't even get into the system because you have uh programs that hold up hundreds and thousands of tickets at one period of time like i don't even understand it like honestly that shit should be illegal if you can't get on a computer and do it like everybody else or call Ticketmaster or show up no no All right man so anyway thank you chance that's dope uh because because fans should have a chance to see their rapper right. favorite rapper right. man it's they targeting people. the cheap seats on purpose right which also fucks up the value for the other seats as well because now i'm paying so much more just to be there and that's such a ridiculous thing and i and i hope it starts a trend with other artists fighting back because this shit is is fucked up you freeze out real fans man you shouldn't need a fucking thousand dollars to go see your favorite actor i mean your favorite rapper or singer and you up in the motherfucking nosebleeds it doesn't even make sense um anyway appreciate you dog uh also in rap news nelly has had a two million dollar two and a half million dollar federal lien put on him oh uh but he says he is willing and able to pay off the federal lien so he's working with the tax people now to pay it off uh so good luck man you know i know he saw that that bill he was like who's getting high in her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keep all your clothes on we might need to sell them <laughs> so selling all my clothes um but uh yeah i'm glad that he was he was able to do that you know hopefully he can be in a suite and uh uh, a suit this year uh because he's gonna be able to afford both uh because we definitely don't want him to have to deal with all that stuff okay guys um let's see what else happened uh i think i had some more hip-hop news was what else happened in hip-hop um feel like i had another hip-hop story maybe i didn't all right well let's get back to other news uh millennials are the most educated and worst paid generation they are yeah mm-hmm. they yeah. uh go to school and all this shit y'all learn all that stuff get, and it don't get, matter thousands of thousands of dollars in debt uh to get out you know you got a five hundred thousand dollar loan but you ain't got no five hundred thousand dollar house Mm-hmm. you know you have hundreds of thousand dollars alone you ain't got no house you ain't got no car I well mean, you got student loans right i'm talking about like combined and then yeah. don't don't try to be all fancy smants and get educated and be like well i'm gonna do this shit all the way through you be like i'm gonna do grad undergraduate you know yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and get this doctors and this masters yeah you're gonna pay those prices because school i mean with school costing so much at this point being more educated also means being more in debt um and you know it doesn't seem like i don't know 
how they justify what the value is at this point right you know it's one of the reasons that uh bernie sanders for all his issues around race and stuff he appealed to many millennials because of the promise of quote-unquote free education um whether the realities of that were gonna were gonna be easy to implement or not just that alone is a huge motivating factor because kids now their loans are so much their their school costs so much no one's no one can possibly be paying for this shit out of pocket like you'd have to you know even with your parents saving when you were a kid if they were saving to pay for your college education it's no way that shit ballooned up to the half a million dollars it might take for certain schools and shit it's just no way the you know they might have a semester or two for you if that if that depending on where you go and shit like that and uh also it's it's one of the things too where you have a generation it was like uh fuck it why am i wasting time going to school like a lot of people don't want to admit that you know because it's quote unquote somewhat of a disadvantage but they was like look that debt is not worth uh be um the debt just ain't worth it the debt just ain't worth the education for a lot of people um because that's the thing uh it's, it was just a promise of a better paying job well now most people work in places where people around them don't have degrees like we're not even gonna admit that you know people you you got this doctorate this phd and you're working with somebody that barely you know that might have a high school diploma or have an undergraduate degree when you're like okay cool but i got my i got my 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 doctorate and i can't be a manager i can't be a supervisor like shit like that matters and they know this shit so you're being under you're undervalued and being underpaid for your job and then the thing is you're let's say you have a a a half a million dollars worth of student loans and you got a thirty thousand forty thousand fifty thousand dollar job you'll never get that shit paid off with that income let's just keep that real and that's if you make income that high like most people do not have jobs where they're making fifty sixty seventy eighty thousand dollars a year the average person is not making a job that high but your loan and the amount of debt you are you should be making that much and that's the thing i think and also uh, companies know this companies know that they could get highly educated people very cheaply this is how i paid off my loans what's up girl uh i'm sucking dick right now let me call you right back that's how i paid off my student loans it's the only way Mm -mm. that's what you gotta do sometimes karen no i'm not that's how millennials gonna have to pay off their loans it's gonna have to be uh out here on these streets working what's up girl uh i'm sucking dick right now let me call you right back (laughs) that's it that's how i'm gonna pay that's my that would be my plan hey dad how you gonna pay for money to go to college hey got to be sucking dick right now <laughs> that's on the way yeah you might actually make more money than worth your nine to five on the low though mm-hmm. it's not worth For it real. man no i mean i i'll just it's not so i could see a generation of people going fuck it like like literally within the next in my opinion five to ten years it's gonna be a huge decline of people actually going to school like people gonna be like i can't afford it my family can't afford it i'm just not going it's gonna be more of those certificates more certifications are going to go up and shit like that like people are like i'm gonna do this in two years i I can't sacrifice uh four five six seven eight years of school to get out and not be guaranteed a fucking job you know they're leaving college with an average of thirty five thousand dollars of debt which is roughly twice the debt of previous generations uh and the recent spike in federal debt means millennials won't be able to collect on social security and medicare as they age 
right and they're not talking about the the other set of problems which means you have a different set of problems you have you get out and you have loans for an adult like like grown adults have been getting but you uh, you accrued this debt you you gotten this debt as an undergraduate graduate through school so you get out with all this debt they're staying at home until their 30s now because who the fuck can afford to be out on their own so that means you're actually living with your parents for a extended period of time a lot less of them are having children a lot less of them are getting married a lot less of them are buying homes so overall it impacts the economy by a lot and nobody seems to want to fix this problem but yet you have these universities squeezing nickel and diming people to death constantly going up between one to two to three to five percent every year every semester however they do this and it, and it's just the overall problem across the economy um a st john's university student uh was killed during uh and i hope i pronounced this right but jail vet or jail vert festivities in brooklyn new york she had reportedly told a man to stop grinding against her police say according to the new york post mm-hmm. uh, according to the report the 22 year old uh tiara poyao uh was uh walking um the jail route with three friends when she was accosted by a man she told the man get off of me her friends who were walking ahead of her heard a shot and saw her fall in the street Mm. so uh yeah apparently she was shot in the eye at close range shit um yeah this is masculinity so fragile you okay sis all right, that shit you tell motherfuckers don't say nothing to us let's leave us alone dog right and that's that's the thing man like when it comes you go, to, i'm the good one motherfucker i don't know this would happen not to be how would she know right basically so when people say the well i mean why can't why i can't just say hey how you doing or something like sometimes uh hey how you doing ends like this for people and that should be enough to scare the fuck out of you you right, know right. like I, every police interaction don't end with me on the ground in cuffs but just the idea of knowing it can happen makes me feel some kind of way about when i see an officer walking towards me i don't want to speak i, I just want to walk bow my head down and keep it moving all right because you don't want the interaction and the thing is you know for a lot of people that you know a lot of those men that just feel like well i got to say something no you don't and at the end of the day you're in control of the situation she's not once your presence is there you are in control she is not most likely but that's what people are really addicted to honestly it's the control and the power that they have in that situation it's not some measure of like this the only way i can get a woman because we know for a fact that doesn't lead to most people like there's not too many love stories that start with the he came up to me and said hey yo bitch in the middle of this fucking street right you know so it's not it's, it's really not that it's just the power people are dudes are addicted to the power and control in that situation even well-meaning quote-unquote good dudes still get off on the power of being able to look at somebody and say speak to me you know i'm speaking to you i'm being nice to you now i'm gonna see if i can get your number or whatever the fuck you know right and you you're you're quote-unquote extension of niceness i'm obligated to be back but if i was to come up to you and say something to you and you didn't want to hear it you you quote-unquote as a man have the right to tell me to leave you alone though right okay get the fuck out of here yeah uh his name's reginald moise he's 20 years old um he was taken into custody after being found drunk driving with a flag wrapped around his bloody hand he allegedly told his friends about the shooting saying i think i shot somebody on the parade route i didn't know the gun was loaded fuck out of here 
fuck out of here go to jail so what would you even be holding the gun up for in the first place then i think it was loaded i just thought i'd put it at your head and pull the trigger because you didn't let me because you didn't let me dance with you intimidation what the fuck because you told me to get off of you i can kill you now um and the thing is man honestly um because a lot what happens a lot of times is people try to put this like if women weren't so rude type thing she said the same thing 99.9 percent of us would say with some motherfucker just start basically violating your body space and grinding up on you and shit you would be like man get the fuck off of me you know it doesn't even matter what kind of parade it was or any of this shit like just leave me the fuck alone and don't blame the victim don't try to put this on any why was you at the parade what you have on why you whatever it's it's literally just on him and on people like him and on people making excuses for him that's that's who it's on yep he need to be held accountable and go to jail yeah um yeah i think he even called a friend and wanted to hide the gun Mm-mm. <laughs> okay yeah he uh also he has five seal prior arrest he tried he fled to his girlfriend's apartment so he has a girlfriend uh he makes a phone call directly after shooting and tells a friend of his would you mind if i put my gun in your apartment he then fired two rounds into the mirror at the girlfriend's house injuring his hand uh one of the bullets went into the home of a neighbor he then fled the scene crashing into several parked cars and losing a, a wheel before he was finally stopped by police uh the cops responded to the shooting called the girlfriend's apartment found a weapon that was used to kill payao uh, on the scene we find an aluminum jacket nine millimeter is not particularly common but we've seen them before um and uh this aluminum jacket nine millimeter is also at the crime scene on empire boulevard uh we start to get suspicious we then send it down to the lab and they make the comparison it's the same gun so he's facing he's facing charges of second degree murder instead of first i don't know how i guess pre you can't prove it was premeditated criminal possession of a weapon and reckless endangerment however a family member told the post that moist was merely in the wrong place at the wrong time Mm -hmm. and that the real killer is still on the loose they had a wrong person Mm -mm. the wrong person with the same fucking weapon that went to a house his girlfriend's house and shot up the place you know what that's family and then you just say whatever the fuck stupid shit you think makes sense you know and once again you know uh because i'm not gonna avoid talking about this the perpetrator looked like us right a black black dude you know um you know you look at the picture and it's like yo this this is a it's a black kid you know it's it's sad shit to see you know killing a black woman you know um we are abusive to our community man in general and a lot of it while people might not participate in it on the level of being violent towards women there's a lot of men that make a lot of excuses for shit like this or they only speak up when it's just these extreme examples but it's the little everyday shit that that leads to the entitlement of people feeling like this ain't that like of this dude feeling like what he did was was validated you know um while you might not be sitting around saying i agree kill that woman with the whole idea of i can i can why can't i just talk to you you know if you don't like it just to, to just keep walking in bitch you know like even with us letting that shit slide Come on. um will you let your boy cat call somebody in front of your face you know mm-hmm. like it's people that scared to, to, to say something about that you know like 
it, and it's so funny because most of the time when people are doing that they're doing it for you anyway right so all you're really doing is telling them don't do this shit around me because it ain't helping your my opinion of you at all that you can't ride or walk by a woman without yelling at her and shit you know it's just uh you know i just think uh it's important to point it out because it does matter and it doesn't mean i don't like i don't love myself and i don't love black men i don't love straight black men i I love i love us but we have to show love and spread love towards other people and some that means how we treat each other man how we treat other people now so mean tugging somebody coat to be like yo what you doing is fucked up you know um yeah and if we can't be cool dog we can't be cool ain't no friendship worth that exactly like if you can't deal with that then uh, then we how could we ever have been cool anyway if you can't even deal with that a little bit um all right let's see what else is happening um oh they arrested that malachi love robinson dude again on some new charges that's the kid that's the doctor the fake doctor yeah apparently is he really white and nobody sees it <laughs> well he wouldn't be getting arrested i mean he getting arrested but i mean uh oh you mean because he keep doing it right like do they do they just see that name but like oh he's white just sign everything off yeah like it's just somebody just just ignoring the shit because i cannot believe he got arrested again for the same shit dog mm. different shit oh different shit yeah apparently um you know he already had pretended to be a doctor well now he tried to fraudulently buy a luxury car this was on friday so this is after the last time he attempted to purchase a jaguar at a car dealership at this point don't they just have his picture um next to the door like when somebody shoplifts at your local k uh at your local 7-eleven don't they pass it around to everybody be like you see anybody look like this just say no do not sell a car to this man it should be on the front of every car dealership ever window yeah like no nigga we know just call the cops it's him (laughs) just send the alert to all your salesmen yeah apparently uh he was charged identity theft and other fraud offenses as he attempted to purchase a jaguar at a car dealership uh they said employees at car guard motorsports uh wait motor car dealership became suspicious when love robinson applied for a car loan with an elderly woman as the co-signer of the loan the employees called the sheriff's office after looking up his name in an internet search they probably was like hey you look familiar here put on this white lab coat ah! oh yeah it's him it's put these glasses on yeah call the cops call the cops uh deputies came to the car dealership and spoke with love robinson who said he came to virginia to buy a car for himself and another for his godmother so that means he drove all the way from florida to va because you know that's original shit happened in florida the woman who was not identified later told deputies that she had not given love robinson permission to be listed as a co-signer on the loan she also told police he was on she was unaware of recent purchases made on her credit card for two ipads two damn you greedy ah! you couldn't just You're roll with one ipad this lady. Huh? i bet this is grandma or some shit stealing from her nah it ain't his grandma it's probably some, some patient because think about oh, all the okay, think about all patient. the information you have to give people or just somebody he grifted like okay yeah well uh, yeah just just some random old lady that he got all the information and knew she had money yeah i mean think about all the information you have to fill out when you go to the doctor's office name date of birth now imagine someone just had access to that like i got your social security number i got your name i got your date of birth i know what fucking medicines you're allergic to i know everything i know you know what i mean like i got you if i want to just go fill out a credit card or 
take your information and, and you know what credit card you pay with now i got all the information um but yeah they're still investigating he's being held in jail right now uh he was arrested in february uh for practicing medicine without a license so we know all that in one instance they went to they say he went to a woman's house five times after she contacted him online to treat her stomach pains he told her she suffered from arthritis and to- sold her vitamins charging her three thousand four hundred and ninety four dollars that she paid by check of course he denied the charges says he never said he was a medical doctor so what is he gonna say now i never was buying a car fuck out of here man ah! take this nigga to jail i'm sorry um let's see what else is happening um apparently congress just unanimously passed a the sexual assault survivors bill of rights unanimous that is not a word i'm used to hearing Mm-mm. what are the stipulations uh, to it did they add on a hog bill what else is on there a hog bill. pork you mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> my bad <laughs> the hog bill mm. yeah that's i'm sorry <laughs> shit is a pig uh <laughs> Uh, on tuesday legislators unanimously passed a historic bill that aims to protect survivors of sexual assault from being re-traumatized as they work their way through the legal system the sexual assault survivors bill of rights which primarily deals with how rape kits are treated and ensures victims are informed of the legal options now awaits president obama's signature amanda uh Gwen, uh founder of uh civil rights nonprofit rise and a survivor of sexual assault helped craft the bill uh after she realized that she'd have to file an extension request in massachusetts to keep her own rape kit viable every six months after the vote she tweeted it passed it passed 399 to oh unanimous recorded vote the entire house i can't believe this all of them for justice the bill which only applies to federal cases which is a problem but go ahead i mean it's that's part of our government you know like it has to start somewhere that's true and getting people to agree federally maybe then you can get it on state level that's true it eliminates the cost of invasive medical forensic exam that a victim undergoes after an assault and requires he or she be informed of the results additionally a rape kit must be preserved for 20 years or the statute of limitations whenever whichever is shorter when the evidence is scheduled to be destroyed the victim must be informed 60 days beforehand and given the option to preserve the kit for longer yeah this seems like common sense shit it's it's sad that it wasn't done think about how many rapists walking our streets right now because either the kits got destroyed or nobody was notified that they could extend it you know things of this nature uh rachel lovell is a senior research associate for the begun center for violence prevention research and education that case where the western reserve university she says the survivor bill of rights is a good step towards establishing better victim cooperation which is the number one factor contributing to the successful prosecution of a perpetrator traditionally victims have been left out of the process they're seen as one aspect of an investigation not put at the center of it the system made the decision of how to move things along not the victim um yeah that's another thing people talk about well you need to report your sexual assault and stuff but they don't they have no idea how the process works and the assumption is that it's like tv where everything's getting run by this person that's obviously traumatized and they're fighting this fight and all this shit when a lot of it's just what's happening Mm -hmm. i said they don't even know what's happening yeah a lot of it's bureaucracy a lot of it is paperwork and decisions being made that aren't in your hands and lawyers because you can't always afford some high price lawyer and shit and right um things of this nature where there's an investigation taking place without you there's probably 
millions of women that have no idea that rape kid got destroyed they have no idea that they stopped looking for this person right um it didn't get tested uh what the results are the fact that you can have a rape kit done on you and they don't even come back and tell you like yes we found this dna or not like things of this nature it, it seems like a huge problem you know and since most of the cases that we in the public eye talk about are ones of high profile athletes and men and, and, and women and stuff i think it also makes us feel like it's all being done that way but when we're talking about that we're talking about a lot of access to money and power and shit so even in those cases where we're seeing um women accuse high profile athletes we're still seeing cases where people seem to care to some extent police investigators know eyes are on them to get the shit right uh the media is looking for um information constantly um we're so seeing be sure that's done. yeah people are either paying prosecutors and defenders and and or or they're or because of the celebrity around the case you're getting good defense and prosecutors and stuff mm-hmm we're not talking about just your average person that has had something happen to them don't have access to this money the media doesn't care there's no you know what i mean police aren't necessarily being diligent in some of this shit so you might not find out all this information you know it just slips through the cracks you know before there was uh before Jameis winston was Jameis winston look at how that florida police handled that case and then how it was handled after they knew who he was when it was just when it when he was like before he was a this guy who was starting on this team and about to be getting a heisman that shit was like uh he didn't want to come talk to us so we just dropped it we're not going to investigate any further you know what i mean like well we're not going to test the kid right now it's just not it's not worth it you know but then he became somebody and then all of a sudden the eyes were everywhere you know and that it's not necessarily a good thing it's not but the point is the importance the priority definitely shifted once they knew so think about what that means for any other woman that has been sexually assaulted in that state who ain't it's not by somebody famous it's not by somebody you know it's not you know and the person just goes i don't want to talk to them i don't want to talk to the police they just drop it that seems so fucking ridiculous you couldn't do that if you stole like uh i robbed the grocery uh ride robbed the grocery store i have him on camera or you know whatever i have witness descriptions yeah i just don't want to talk to the police well what can we do we wash our hands of it see you in a year if he becomes famous bitch if you don't get in there talk to him at any rate um uh so so yeah man preserving the uh kids definitely helps um uh however one thing that the bill can't fix is a backlog of unprocessed rape kits while it's unclear just how many there are some reports suggest the number is well into the hundreds of thousands and if you're not preserving the kits and not allowing victims choice and the voice in this process then nothing else can happen from that lovell says it's the first it's the first very first important step you know that's just it's so it's it's so weird how we talk about rape as if it's not happening a lot while we know for a fact there's hundreds of thousands of untested kids so many we don't know the number oh we and, and we will never know the number uh there's probably and that we've read stories about warehouses and storage places that the city or county or state forgot about that's just locked up to somebody oh what the fuck is in here oh all these test kits has been sitting around here that somebody quote-unquote fucking forgot about because everybody moved and nobody thought about moving this along with them and then you have to think in some states they actually charge you for your own rape kit 
mm-hmm. you know so the people not talking about that if i happen to be well they they did in this bill they change they change that federally right yeah good because it makes no sense i get raped and then i have to pay to get a test done to prove that i was raped that's fucking yeah. ridiculous you don't do that with any other crime you know what i mean we don't hey uh someone broke in my house okay well you gotta pay the csi investigators for their time uh we're gonna sweep up for fingerprints that's another 75 dollars like you would it's just all getting paid regardless yeah it's just such a ridiculous thing to do to someone and it screams just patriarchy it screams we don't believe you it screams pull prove like the proof the burden of proof is on you like it just screams so much shit and it also is another deterrent to reporting your own shit like i got assaulted and then you going to take 250 dollars from me what the fuck kind of shit is that hey man i got robbed yeah well to get the police to come out i mean you're looking at about 450 so i mean we'll come look at the car like, bitch is this a car what are we talking about here you gonna chase my muffler right hey how many people would just say uh then don't come right because so, it's not worth it right but yet we don't believe that there's unreported rapes you tell them to go to the police what's the point in going and then you have all these unnecessary taxes yeah but we don't believe that there's people that don't report that right the only way i believe you if you go to the police what if i ain't got 250 and you sure ain't paying for it mr imaginary fucking person on the internet yeah you won't y'all won't even test my kit you know i there's not even guaranteed that my shit's gonna get processed correctly but 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 i'm somehow the bad guy all right all right no i take that back you're not imaginary you're actually a real person but you know it's just one of those things where everybody because of the internet they want to be imaginary so they come in and they just say all kinds of froggy shit because they can and they technically don't are not held accountable yep We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're, We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, let's see what everybody's up to. Uh, New York columnist has been locked out of facebook over n-word post that's right guys sean king the very controversial uh pro-black um uh writer uh apparently got kicked off of uh facebook um because he shared a supposedly a nasty email that he got at work and he was surprised to get a message from facebook saying he was kicked out the platform for 24 hours sean king is a senior social justice reporter for new york daily news who was written exclusively about the black lives matter extensively about the black lives matter movement he told cbs news he gets emails every day with racial slurs every day i get as many as 50 or some more sometimes overtly racist emails i even get mail now at the new york daily news office silence of the lambs weird stuff said king sometimes i'll take a screenshot of one of those ugly things and post it on friday morning king took a screenshot of an email he received they used both the f and n words and posted it on twitter and facebook saying this is the type of ugliness he gets all day every day a few hours later when he went on facebook he says he had been logged out and when he logged back in he got a message saying he was being suspended for 34 for 24 hours he re- you recently posted something that violates facebook policy so you're be- temporarily blocked from using this feature this block will be active for one day more um so here's the thing 
this reminds me of me getting kicked off when they changed for the name thing. Uh, Facebook they changed that fucking policy. It's dumb. It's because their policy has become a way for racist people right to target black people who talk about race right and, and facebook is complicit because they let it happen they're letting these tools be abused i'm glad that someone wrote about it um yeah they need to stop that policy if truth be told and i would consider if you if facebook was that concerned you pay somebody to fucking do this research do not allow the general population to report to you yeah um the fact that it seems like it's almost automated like okay we got enough um complaints because what happens is racist people can go to your page and they can click on it and be like uh abuse report abuse report and then they automatically ban you and it's ridiculous i don't think they do any research i think right it's automated you you ban me for saying someone said some racist shit to me to me i didn't call nobody out somebody said this to me right and i know people are conflicted or like they feel different ways about sean king and shit um ultimately a lot of what he does is raise the attention for shit that uh does matter for black people and i'll just leave it at that like i understand there's a whole bunch of other issues with that dude but as far as on this level they're not attack like they would attack your ass too like this isn't a uh sean king specific thing this is the fact that he has that platform and talks about race at this this much mm-hmm. so you have people to just walk around and troll and it was like oh niggas and faggots on here and people put nigga and faggot across facebook all the time right but, you know nobody pays that shit no attention but for some reason he's not calling anybody this he's just saying i got a letter look see y'all and people report it facebook need to get rid of that fucking policy it's dumb and idiotic right they don't block the people that harass ever you know they don't even look at that and go okay who reported this let's look at how many people reported this and what the fuck's on their page okay you can go right you have people put up a a fucked up uh a a a page i'm just i'm just picking somebody at random like for george zimmerman uh like a fucked up uh we support george zimmerman or, or something just really really fucked up page of a tragedy or some shit that happened and people report that you know this is offensive it really is offensive and they report it they'll send you because i've had this happen before they'll send you thing back to my there's nothing wrong with this get the fuck out of here you only do it one way well also when it's an algorithm you know algorithms benefit whiteness and whoever's in charge you know it's uh it benefits the majority you know that they had a similar issue with um they made an i an ai that could judge beauty contestants and of course it said white women were the most beautiful like even your algorithm was created in a racist environment so of course that's what it generates towards you know at any rate uh he says i accept that facebook and every other social media platform is trying hard to how to monitor and censor the ugliness that goes on if the policy is we don't allow hate speech and people to get harassed i say great delete it but don't ban people king noted that it was odd that his facebook post was blocked because the offensive language was in a screen grab rather than a type message which means if the censoring was automatic there would have been some sort of visual recognition program that read the words out the image and it doesn't you know it doesn't because if it did more people would be banned 
it seemed like a very robotic response was this a human being making this decision or a program i don't know but it's unnerving because i use that platform in my job i consider myself a power user of the platform at about five hours after the facebook lockout king told cbs news he was able to get back into his facebook account king said he received this message from david from facebook there was an unfortunate error the post does not violate our community standards and we apologize for the removal the post from your personal account should now be restored and you should be able to post on facebook without any issue thank you for reaching out hit me back with further questions if you need it was, my question is it was a program that did it then because they probably right. didn't know his shit got blocked mm-hmm. and the other thing is what if it's not sean king did i did, do i slide up into the priority queue if no. i'm just me Mm-mm. right you had to wait that full 24 hours uh this was done in error and was restored upon review says spokesman uh andy stone yeah articles got to be written for your shit to move up the queue yeah i mean yeah well he just has to reach you know who else could post this and then have the same thing done to them uh king said he loves facebook and knows people who work there but would be curious to learn more about the incident he said he will continue with posts that show racism in america so uh at any rate zero to 100 oh regardless of how people feel about him this is 100 they fucking with him that's 100 for me too uh jason whitlock uh has some comments on the colin kaepernick um uh what we call it protest at this point a hundred all right so karen's going with a hundred off the bat Mm, sight unseen um uh i'm still gonna play the video and show everybody uh what he was talking about no he's not created a movement he's created a fad he's created something that's easy to do and it's easy to look like you're uh for something significant he's it's a fad man that, that's all i can say it's a, again i said it last week and i'm gonna say it again the whole police brutality thing it's a hot take and everybody loves a hot take because it's good for clicks it's good for retweets it's good for likes it's good for your popularity and relevancy he's created a movement around a fad around uh, colin kaepernick it's no different you remember the dab last year right. That's all this is. This but, is a new but, version of the dab. A movement is a group working together. And yeah. if people start buying merchandise, I mean, there's a lot of different ways for a, a movement to begin. If they start buying merchandise, I mean, nobody's buying this jersey because of his quarterback rating. <laughs> okay? I, I agree, but well, I'll just say this. But what, Martin Luther King jerseys weren't selling off the hook in the 60s. It wasn't about selling product. Well, no, but this was <laughs> in the 60s. I would say this. Kaepernick is getting people who, A, don't necessarily buy jerseys to buy jerseys, and they're not buying it for his completion rate. They are buying it for his words. They're buying it for the way he makes them feel. They're buying it for... But isn't that a movement? No, that's a feeling. That's, that's... No, there's no substance to it. I mean, I'm just going to get down to brass tacks and bare bones. 500 people have been killed in Chicago already. 500 people. No one's talking about that. They're talking about something that's damn near like getting struck by lightning. Getting killed by a cop is very hard. And if you don't run from them, it's damn near impossible. No one wants to deal with that reality. So, yes, he's created a nice little fad. The kids can hop on and everybody can wear the jersey. And look how unprejudiced and how concerned I am. It's a nice little feeling that will pass at some point. Uh, well, when the games start, perhaps. Uh, when they, perhaps. But I'm just, this to me is about Colin Kaepernick. This is about his brand. And I'm not saying his intentions were to build his brand. But that's what has happened here. The building of Colin Kaepernick's brand as a backup quarterback. He has started that movement. Congratulations to him. 
little golf clap. Uh, so Karen, you already gave it a hundred. Mm-hmm. Cause just right. about anything to come out of his mouth is a hundred. Cause he, you know, I really, I'll, I'll just say, I rarely hear him speak with anything, particularly when it comes to race and racism. With my, in my opinion, with any form of intelligence, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times it's always coming from a perspective that makes white people feel comfortable. Um, he never says anything, in my opinion, that will actually come from uh, somebody who actually cares about our community. Uh, and I'm not saying he doesn't care about our community. But, I am. Okay. Uh, but, but, but I'm saying that overall, when you hear him speak, you're like, something's wrong there. It's like, and, and I always want to say, who hurt you? Because that's, that's the, that, at the end of the day, who, what black person hurt you, sir, that caused you to be like, fuck all niggas? Because to me, this is what you're saying, because the same excuse is like, what about the kids in Chicago? Well, that's what that, and he's doing that for those people too yeah um okay people have issues with the audio let me refresh real quick and then we'll get right back to it sorry about that um but yeah uh he's not i don't think he's concerned with our community at all i mean the only time black on black crime comes up is a deflection from anytime someone talks about white people he always brings up black on black crime he's not like that's not genuine that's not somebody i trust um you know uh if you can't talk about black on black crime any other time than to to tell black people to shut the fuck up you know then that's just all lives matter you know as far as i'm concerned um what i hear when he talks that's how it sounds to me when he starts talking um every time because um it's you know it's not about jersey sales it's not about it makes you feel good um you is like and this is the distraction this is the shit that people always say when this happens is you know when and then bringing up martin luther king he just did everything that ignorant racist uh self-hating black people do um whenever it comes to shit like this just i mean it's like if you could have a check mark a checklist he would be that's what he did you know um at any rate a uh, hundred for me as well uh air china and air china magazine warned flyers about minority areas of london um <laughs> uh, the state-owned airline air china uh said in an email to the associated press that september's issue of wings of china used inappropriate language and that the article didn't represent online or uh, the airline's views uh basically um the original article said london is generally a safe place to travel however precautions are needed when entering areas mainly populated by indians pakistanis and black people it also advised tourists not to go out at night alone and for women not to travel alone Mm-hmm. that's right guys london where the brown people are all rapist sounds a lot like uh trump's uh speeches here and a lot like uh what led to brexit happening right um so maybe china just believes what the what what the people in the uk are putting out over there zero to 100 karen oh yeah that's 100 100 as well toronto film festival says just don't call them black films mm-hmm birth of a nation hidden figures and loving are three films with the same theme racism and the same ambitions oscar glory and the same pathway in the theaters big studio labels 
why didn't they bring up mr church i don't know all three along with several other movies that examine racial politics are set to create thunderclaps at the toronto international film festival which begins on thursday night and represents the unofficial starting uh gate at the 2017 academy awards yet these pictures as pointed out by cameron bailey the festival's artistic director could not be addressing race in more different ways and to put them in a box as black films or whatever would just be more racism frankly speaking by telephone mr bailey added i think it's fair to have a conversation about their similarities but i think it's almost more important to be aware of their differences mr bailey's concern is real especially given the shorthand that is forming around certain films on the early award circuit and this uh, hashtag oscar so white outrage that define the last two award cycles in con- conversations about the contours of the coming season some hollywood players have started bifurcating hmm, okay some would say segregating award candidate candidates the films that examine racism and the black experience on the one hand and everything else on the other uh another worry involves the diminishing artistic experience or the flattening as mr bailey put it which can happen when films are narrowly defined and labeled given as an example barry jenkins moonlight a poetic film about a young black man growing up in a poor section of miami mr bailey said in a follow-up email the histories that shape the black experience are crucial to moonlight but they don't contain it any more than foxcatcher and whiplash should be defined mainly as movies about the white experience uh moonlight will also play in the toronto uh film festival um so basically his point was look can we just not say they're just black films or just about race or whatever because the films are unique and different and they need to be respected as unique different artistic expressions instead of all under one label right we know let's just keep real a lot of these motherfuckers write shit off once you say it's black yeah yeah i mean that's part of it but but also i think also he's saying like when it comes to war season don't just say um oh we need to nominate a black movie like on the merits of the films they're good movies as well like you know not not that there's anything wrong with a film being a black film but once you just label it into this category it seems that people just want to foul it away as um let's nominate a black film and it's like well it's not as simple as that right what well so we can't have multiple black films so you time tell me it's gonna be the birth of a nation and nothing else like come on like it's like and we talked about this before uh being film critics a lot of times particularly uh when you get these screeners and shit like that a lot of times they don't even watch a lot of them so a lot of times depending on what's going on they won't even uh put it out there because like i say in their mind it's automatic a good film is a good film to me but a lot of times the people that's actually doing the voting and when it comes to oscar season they're like they are they're still into that it can only be one as much as they try to quote unquote diversify we will see how much this quote unquote diversity benefits people when it comes to nomination time yeah look at all how many of y'all listen to a uh, movie review podcast in addition to listening to this show and stuff how many of those are going to review uh hell or high water but will not review when the bow breaks one of the reasons i went to see when the bow breaks is because it's a black movie uh and it's very important to me that we try to review black movies on here when we can you know it's not you know it's not just as simple as well it's not the genre i like or it might not be that good or whatever um it's important to me to see it you know i can't see every black film because we do put out a lot of shit and that's dope mm-hmm. um and some and some films kind of take care of themselves a lot of people will see um you know people will go see um south side with you and stuff like that but um 
it's still important to kind of you know get out there and support these things because you don't necessarily get to see them all the time and while the film can be a black film and that's a reason to support it and nominate it it's not the all-encompassing black films are all the same and i think that's what he's trying to say which is that in the same year that you have um straight out of compton uh you can also have uh beast of no nations and while they're both quote-unquote black films they're nothing like each other nothing like each so other. so let's just not throw them all under the black label let's just let's call the film by the name let's give the directors credit for their vision you know mr church and birth of a nation are both coming out this year they're not the same mm-hmm. you know and black people won't celebrate one of those winning an oscar the way that they would another Come let's on. just keep it real okay mr church wins the oscar is just continuing a long tradition of magical negro films mm-hmm. getting recognized if uh birth of a nation would have won an oscar while you know there's other concerns there obviously it's it's still a different type of uh celebration that people will have for that oscar mm-hmm. than they will have for mr church so let's just keep it 100 anyway uh i'm not fucked with by this at no, all zero that man get a zero because he's making a good point he's not saying don't call them black movies at all right he's just saying let's just be fair let's watch the movies let's critique the movies as a whole entire project the nypd won't ever reveal who uh if the cop who put eric garner in the chokehold is punished at the department reinterprets disciplinary law this so like, yeah it is new actually it is new. oh so that, i thought they never told shit anyway um no they do they have told before but they have now reached a new interpretation of a 40 year old state civil rights law that now basically says we do not have to tell reporters what the disciplinary actions we've taken are they can they, have they now, don't want to be held accountable fuck you 100 they've now concluded that it violates the law to do that you're pu- what um, makes me mad is that this is the thing you're public like everything you do your whole job is to quote unquote protect and serve the public which means the public demands this which means you're going nope fuck you public we're not going to tell you because if you really tell what you did which is probably absolutely positively nothing and you don't want to deal with the back outlash or the back, back you know you don't want to deal with with the backlash of uh, anything associated with it so you just go well, we ain't telling you shit you know the other part of this is that with black people we're the canary in the coal mine for this shit white people need to be scared too everybody yes, need to be scared because this is the kind of shit that starts with us and you don't give a fuck but then when it ends with one of your people getting killed and it's like what a gross violation of civil rights well what did y'all do to punish this man and they go yeah well we came up with this new rule a year ago and y'all didn't say shit so yeah we just don't tell people what we do and what we do is probably nothing you know 30 days of death duty or some light shit like that you definitely don't fire them you know um they you know they're citing oh he has poor health that's why he died it wasn't the chokehold and the fact he told us he couldn't breathe and the fact that we were sitting on top of him and being you know brutally uh assaulting this man it couldn't be that um but yeah bratton said the change came after a recent public records request prompted the department to re-examine a 1976 new york state law it shields records used to evaluate performance toward continued employment or promotion of police firefighters and correction officers unless the employees release them or a judge orders it so once again we're getting to that point where you gotta uh, you gotta get a judge to order the shit right uh, which is what we had in north carolina right right i don't and this is not even for north carolina is to see the video 
which is even worse in my opinion you can't even see the evidence without a judge this is even if we discipline a guy or don't you need to get a judge to find out what we did what's the accountability right so i have to spend unnecessary money now yeah or i mean you had to go to court if you're i mean who's gonna go to court maybe the victim's family maybe a news outlet i'm not guaranteed because the judge can go no right exactly exactly just another you know for for an organization that supposedly protects and serves and we're supposed to trust they operate in a lot of shadows and a lot of secrecy you know it makes you wonder about the people that implicitly trust the police and what the fuck is wrong with them right because uh i'm i'm learning and getting educated and like kind of dropping in and out of these documentaries and stuff like that that you watch and i never realized and i and, and maybe i'm not just trying to find it maybe just a lot of my ignorance most police departments i know foundation of a lot of police departments was uh rooted in white supremacy and that bullshit ain't never changed a lot of them was designed to go catch niggas and take them back to their well catch quote-unquote property and take them back to their owners and and the thing is it has evolved over time but the foundation of it has been that and so it's just one of those things where it has evolved and grown and changed and society has forced it to adjust and adapt but for most police departments that was the foundation of policing and police departments and shit like that and so truthfully be told most police departments have some foundation of the kkk involved and wrapped in it a lot of racism and hatred involved and wrapped in it and the sad part about it racism is irrational and illogical not only is it irrational and and illogical it gets to the point to where it's a police state and so like you said before a lot of white people sit back and they say absolutely positively nothing as long as it's niggers but eventually it will run down your street when your child gets killed which white white children and white people have been killed unjustly before and and guess who's standing up for them black people that really is about quote-unquote all lives matter not just black lives matter uh uh in the reality is wrapped in that all lives matter and I think that, uh, and it's upsetting when you see shit like this because, like you say, it's gonna take somebody that's, that's predominant, it's gonna take a white person in the spotlight for some shit to happen to them and they pull this and then it'll be reversal. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens, but 100 for me. Yeah. And, and you know what? And the thing is, uh, where's the mayor on this? de blasio right right yeah. right where's the mayor not, the senator I think, like i think if nothing else we saw that de blasio doesn't have the mayor office just doesn't have a pool that that people would like it to have they don't respect him remember they turned his back turn their backs on him they don't fuck with him you know like this is <laughs> this is the reality of the situation if nothing else this this exposed that the eric garner thing exposed it it wouldn't matter if de blasio came out and said fuck the police it wouldn't matter they don't care about him you know um i mean they stopped working because he was critical because he said look man i tell my son the same shit which is be careful dealing with the police and they went fuck you man how dare you you know uh new york police department cops placed bets predicting shootings and stabbings during labor day weekends uh gerald vert celebration in new york uh on in a racist message board just like I told you, they're going to have a pool like we do fence football. They have a pool uh, when they start flying these drones and shit. Like, that's the bullshit people do. Uh, anonymous commentators identifying as NYPD cops have been posting sick bets on how much bloodshed they expect at a number of cultural Labor Day events in Brooklyn. 
in the west indian day death pool post on the racist blog v rant participants are taking turns predicting how many people will be stabbed shot bludgeoned thrown off roofs or ass stomped place your bets gentlemen the mayhem is about to start wrote the cop who started the thread identifying himself as officer joe bolton so what will be the final numbers of the 2016 celebration of a beautiful culture this includes jail vert and the parade uh the blog reportedly frequented by current and former cops is a hotbed for racist comments against new york's highly diverse communities it is not affiliated with the nypd the post refers to the west indian day parade including the pre-dawn party jail vert which happens over the uh uh labor day weekend this year the event will be called the new york caribbean carnival um so yeah they they just you know these officers you know um this you know this is who we need protecting the public zero to a hundred oh that's yeah that's a hundred all right a hundred for me as well uh students walk out of a high school after the girl had to remove a black lives matter t-shirt good uh students at buckeye high school in arizona staged a walkout monday to protest discrimination after the school forced a girl to remove a black lives matter uh t-shirt maria Har- or mariah harvard a 10th grade student said on facebook that school officials told her to remove her black lives matter shirt on august 23rd because it created disruption in the learning education and her facebook facebook post shared more by more than a thousand people harvard said that the vice principal handed her a plain white shirt to change it to oh we covered this woman i believe this girl uh so apparently the other students are like fuck this we walking out of school good 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 yeah good fuck you good all right zero for me as well yeah yeah disrupt the school day yeah yeah these kids and be in formation yeah bro. they do not yeah. fuck around yeah, i had a baby they do that I w- i'd be like you know what stand up for your rights like how would he be mad at my child right yeah i appreciate it me too because it's not fair and it's not right mm-hmm it's not okay uh all right guys um let's get into some other shit guys all right can't just be on this all the time Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hit me get up. First shot, come strut walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. Nope, nope, y'all can't copy up. Glad, moonwalking, and this here is a party. My posse's been on Broadway, and we did it all way. I shed my skin and put my bones into everything I record to it. And you know, all that stage light going shine on down. Got that Bob Barker suit game and plinko in my style. Money, stay on my craft and stick around for those pounds. But I do that to pass the torch and put on for my town. Trust me, on my I N D E P E N D E N T is hustling. Chasing dreams since I was 14 with the portrait busting. Halfway across that city with the back, 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 question. Labels out here, now they can't tell me nothing. We give that to the people, spread it across the country. Labels out here, now they can't tell me nothing. We give it to the people, spread, spread it across, across the, the country. country. Where do we go at? 
This is the moment. It's over. Hands up like the city can't hold us. Like the city can't hold us. This is a moment. All right. That's why it's white people news. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let me move it to the uh, second session of this, by the way. Take time. To, this will be a good transition. All right. But uh, yes, yeah, white people news. Uh, sometimes shit gets a little heavy. Okay talk about a lot of serious stuff over here the the blackout tips um you know racism uh we got you know dealing with uh protest kids taking off their black lives matter shirts no i mean it's a lot guys and i understand it could be a lot and sometimes you need a palate cleanser of whiteness to just shield us from this let's talk about what's important to white people while we're talking about uh 9-11 and all the horrible things that are happening to us okay going dutch sharon stone and her mystery man enjoy a day out as they cycle around sunny amsterdam oh shit they always say mystery man when they're or mystery woman or whatever when they don't know who the fuck you are and you ain't famous Ah. (laughs) like anytime a famous person fuck a non-famous person or just hang out with them it's like you know uh (laughs) it's like donald glover and a mystery man and then imagine every person that he's with it's like uh that's his brother uh yeah well he ain't famous i'm sorry that's all that matters he ain't famous uh but yes they enjoy a day out uh as they cycle around sunny amsterdam last week she reportedly obtained a new restraining order against her stalker philip barnes after it emerged that he could be released from prison soon but Sharon Stone looked carefree as she enjoyed a day out in Amsterdam with the mystery man. The 58-year-old Basic Instinct star did the traditional tourist activity and implored the picturesque city, I mean, explored the picturesque city on a rented bike. Uh, dressed in a casual white shirt and blue patterned leggings, she opted to wear trainers for comfort. Of course, you can't be biking in high heels. Uh, wearing her short blonde hair loose, she showed off her flawless complexion and enviable bone structure and shading her face from the european sunshine the blonde beauty wore aviator glasses later on the duo enjoyed some time out at an outside cafe with sharon flicking through her ipad i wonder if she bought it from malachi that's where the extra ipad went yep her relaxed appearance comes a week after the duo was spotted headed to lax amid uh reports that her stalker wrote to her claiming that he will be released from jail imminently According to TMZ, the American actress was left terrified after he bombarded her with letters from a psychiatric ward. Not terrified. With the most recent saying he could be released in four months. Uh, well, they probably should not let that dude out. Mm-mm. Uh, the website reports Barnes has been flooding the Oscar nominated actress with letters for the last five years, despite wow. him being locked up. Yeah. Something like some of the trolls in my mentions. Dedicated uh she is said to have included an example of his missives in the court documents which read i have 11 wives picked out and would call and would cause about 18 kids you would sit at the other head of the dining table uh the actress yeah the actress who was famous for her roles in casino and la confidential was also said to have revealed that barnes sent an even more worrying letter december 2014 in that one she is asked to bring him two crown royal bags full of diamonds 
bought my two cia badges 20 billion dollars worth of department of treasury checks and my gun silencer the fuck does, who does this guy think he I, is i know right uh are they not medicating him in, i thought he was in a psychiatric facility holy shit and they just gotta let him out huh uh but yeah he's up for evaluation and in just four months meaning he could be released well if he's still talking and sending letters like this i don't think they're gonna let him out yeah. uh anyway that's gotta be scary but at least she was able to enjoy it while biking around amsterdam with a mystery man brainy beauty reese witherspoon looks bookish in her prescription glasses as she heads out in la that's right guys Reese Witherspoon has prescription glasses now. Ah, uh, shit! Now no more contacts. Big breaking news on this one, guys. Be careful. Uh, she apparently still looks like a college student to some people. She wore a pair of prescription glasses that brought back memories of the former child star when she studied at Stanford University. The mother of three was seen shopping in Los Angeles in a blue blazer and jeans. Yes, I love the description of the clothes. She added a pair of flared denim jeans paired with a set of heeled sandals. Oh, that was flared. Mm-hmm. the actress completed her look with gold jewelry a brown cross bag and specs oh shit were they boot cut while we talking um do I, just, I don't know you just said they were wide leg i mean i guess i'll put a, the picture in the chat if y'all want if you need to see it karen um so you can know for yourself i mean i mean i've just asked for the white people to want to know Mm-hmm. uh well yeah that's 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 the cut of the jeans i don't know if that's boot cut or not but uh they definitely high heel sandal cut mm-hmm. um but yeah so she was out earlier that morning she started off her day with a workout uh she looked comfortable in a gray cut off t-shirt pair with cropped leggings her look was complete with blue mirror shades and colorful trainers hmm. oh colorful trainers mm-hmm. uh you mean this in good or bad way they had pink um they were like gray and pink and they had okay. pink uh shoestrings so you know she's out there getting it so oh she don't no, they don't they're not talking about her personal trainers oh my bad no of course no <laughs> i was like what are they how would you have colorful? they would just be colored trainers if they were <laughs> not white and that would be racist to say it that way right, that's what i'm looking like you read this pretty casual uh leanne rhymes goes braless in a perilously plunging top as she and her husband eddie Cibrian jet to london you know she braless you see her nipples uh you can just see it and uh I'll, I'll show you um but you can kind of see it in the picture uh it's it leaves very little to the imagination karen <laughs> i don't like bras either baby i understand she's definitely not shy when it comes to showing off her enviable inducing her envy inducing uh figure uh and that's exactly what leanne ryan's 34 did as she landed at london's heathrow airport with her husband eddie Sibrian, 43 the country singer went braless as she slipped into an eye-popping plunging top for her transatlantic flight oh mm-hmm titties on fleet yeah it is i ain't even mad at you showcasing her slim figure in a pair of tight jeans as she strolled through the terminal the musician accessorized with suede ankle boots and an oversized tote bag hey oversized Le- tote bag leanne sheltered her eyes after her flight from los angeles with a pair of aviator sunglasses and wore her blonde locks hanging around her shoulders in loose curls and the how do i hit maker completed her look with natural makeup to emphasize her attractive features Mm-hmm. good for you leanne yeah honey i'm with you mm-hmm. breaking Girls. white people news just 
just getting out there and just spreading the good word uh let's see what else white people care about right now um my worst nightmare kylie and kendall jenner got stuck in the elevator in new york and had to be rescued by firefighters oh shit now mm-hmm something could have happened to the first family of of, of america to a lot of people uh the sisters appeared to be heading out of their apartment building in new york when the second door on the outside of the elevator refused to open trapping them inside naturally the reality stars documented the drama on snapchat and managed to stay pretty calm during the 20 minute ordeal before firefighters came to the rescue oh that'll be on the show 20 whole minutes yeah that's gonna definitely be on the show i wonder if they was stopping and editing in commercials right you know they're gonna come back they're gonna tell kim kim gonna be she gonna be uh just now coming back from uh the uh thing with the uh, kanye his fashion show and they're gonna mm-hmm. have to tell her all about it easy season four <laughs> right mm-hmm. but can you believe what happened while you were gone we got stuck in an elevator oh it was so draining it was hot in there oh the paparazzi was everywhere the door wouldn't open i didn't know how to use the box oh i almost passed out from standing so long it's like i was a easy season model <laughs> ah you know we don't stand this long so i'm not multicultural uh multi-ethnic whatever it was uh so my worst nightmare just happened Callie says in the first clip as she films her sibling and pals Haley baldwin and jordan woods who are stuck with them we are stuck in the elevator she added mm, that's your greatest nightmare uh starting to get scared the teen tv star captioned one snapchat as kendall took uh charge fumbling with the door trying to figure out how to open it um well thank goodness the police were there i mean the firefighters were there uh also an unrelated news seven babies burned in a fire uh but the kardashians were saved um let's see what else got all that Um, matters they were saved mm -hmm. a bachelor party tries sex doll selfies at the uh 9-11 memorial what 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 is that guy what what mm-hmm apparently they had a uh sex doll with them okay bunch of wall street dude bros that probably think Colin kaepernick disrespected the national anthem oh yeah um they uh took selfies with a sex doll and uh the the 9-11 memorial in lower manhattan friday but police quickly showed them the exit the life-size sex doll disgusted mourners marking the 15th anniversary of the terror attacks at the memorial at the world trade center the revelers tourists from england took tasteless selfies by reflecting by the reflecting pool where their name where the names of nearly 3,000 killed in 9-11 are etched in marble oh 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 so they went on tour with the sex dolls uh, i don't know if they it's like, hey girls it's a bachelor party i guess they yeah they took it on a tour in new york and yeah, uh they walking around drunk and shit yeah they weren't even from here that was even worse like you can't import that kind of ignorance ah but we can over there shout out to that yeah. swimmer what's the exchange rate on that ignorance uh one of them carried the naked sex doll under his arm the visitors reached out to police at the memorial who asked the boneheaded bachelors to leave the area we told them they couldn't be here with the doll said the nypd source we told them to leave and they did it didn't go any farther than that thank god they weren't uh visiting from africa you know what i'm saying it would have been totally different totally different at least it was a white sex doll because mm-hmm. that could have ended real bad yeah racist don't care about your sex doll they can get some too 
mm-hmm uh all right let's move on to uh some guest the race guys all right um i think we've had enough of uh white people's nonsense for today <laughs> but it's good to get that out you know mm-hmm. to get some positivity in our lives now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time but i'm done that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and you guys are racist that's right and today's guest the race is brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is the monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt and you can get three dollars off of any new subscription for less than twenty dollars a month you get six to eight items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items and more you have until the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time to sign up to get this month and then the cutoff happens and this month is speed okay guys and speed means you're gonna get stuff from uh batman cw's the flash and arrow battlestar galactica iron man and gone in 60 seconds and you can even upgrade to loot wear where you get sonic socks uh transformers wearable for your world seven needs and a winning mario kart tee and more this loot wear collection is going to zoom away quickly that's lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and in offer code tbgwt to get three dollars off any new subscription and we actually have uh some of the stuff uh mm-hmm. here um oh, well, let's say we got another one yeah here's, here's our loot crate from last month um mm-hmm. which i'm opening now all right so loot crate last month was anti-hero was a code mm-hmm. was a thing uh we got this Archer for President shirt. Oh shit now. Yeah. Danger Zone. That's you, Karen. Woohoo. Uh we also uh it always comes with a pen. This is a loop pen for World of Warcraft. Alright, I saw that movie in theaters. It actually wasn't bad. And it, it had two black women it in it. Wasn't. Uh got some Kill Bill socks. Now these is for me. I will be wearing <laughs> these. Um uh, my Kill Bill socks uh oh we haven't put this up uh we got harley quinn uh collectible action figure uh or um and it comes oh it's got the jackal in it too from um from batman the 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 the, um tv show Mm -hmm. uh so yeah it's harley quinn in her gesture outfit and she's got um and she's got the uh jackal with her uh that she used to have on the actual uh show um and it has a it has a, a stand behind it uh that stands up that says hi pudding miss me uh Aww. you can see it there so yep i'm gonna definitely be putting that up we have a shelf now where we have our all our all our collectibles mm-hmm. out and let's see what else we got uh hellboy oh we got the fist uh you know hellboy has that um that red fist yeah, yeah he has that one metal fist we got the metal fist um and it's a piggy bank now we can put that with the actual piggy that we got for a piggy bank yeah um but you can uh put coins into the the metal fist um and collect them shits and then punch people with this motherfucker um but yeah we got that and 
uh also comes oh and it always comes with like a poster and stuff too and a guide to what all you bought and you can also use the box as a stand Mm -hmm. so there you go guys loot crate man that's what you can be doing every month opening it up it's like a present for yourself less than twenty dollars a month and uh you get to feel uh special you know feel like christmas even though you were grown-ass adult playing with toys uh all right now let's get into some guest rights a jewelry heist suspect has been busted the guy who allegedly nabbed three million dollars in jewelry from drake's tour bus that's right guys the show comes full circle just got arrested tmz has learned the suspect travion king yes the race was arrested on campus at arizona state university wednesday afternoon and cops describe him as a transient police say they found him with the briefcase which contained all of the jewelry <laughs> open the shut case there open the shut briefcase i guess it was a briefcase uh he's been booked for ah! felony burglary as we first uh reported cops say the loot which belonged to drake's dj future the prince was lifted from uh one future the prince got three million dollars in jury shit uh was lifted from one of drake's tour buses parked outside the talking stick arena in downtown phoenix we're told king was work has worked for the arena in the past for concerts but he was not working during tuesday night's drake future show uh we got video of drizzy going off on someone on the security team after he learned about the heist um you know one of the things that's interesting about this is um he uh like he he got he worked at the arena typically so does that mean he was um does that mean that they don't do any criminal background does he has he robbed other people when he's working you know is this just a drake thing i'm sure he didn't even know he had that many millions dollars worth of shit oh you know he didn't you know uh he also the way that he got busted he was uh at arizona state university wednesday um he allegedly broke into a student's dorm in the middle of the night the woman said she woke up to him trying to climb into her bed holy shit telling her he'd never been with a white girl and offered to eat her out she freaked out and ran to another room right where she and a friend called campus cops and had him arrested uh cops say king told him he'd been smoking weed and pcp and broke into the dorm because he wanted to smoke and fuck and was thinking with the wrong head hey dick is not your friend i mean we do know that's true uh he was booked for criminal trespassing police also found a briefcase full of jury which linked him to the tour bus heist outside of drake i wonder if she would have known he was a multi-millionaire if she wouldn't have been as scared you know uh sound like he just went up in there and was uh you make daddy a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich mm-hmm sound like he ah. wanted a sandwich <laughs> guess the race fan of travion king black karen's going with black let's see what the chizzy chizzy chat room feels that his race would be black uh meek was looking for revenge hide your kids hide your wife black my nigga black mix black meek mill fan black black uh everybody's going with black on this one and the correct answer is black and uh, i will show you guys what he looked like um and uh keep in mind this is the face of a man who was worth two to three million dollars of jewelry um 
now if that crawled up in the bed what you talking about i just want to eat your pussy uh would y'all call the police yes <laughs> oh yeah he, he does have a uh very distinct call the authorities look to him anyway yeah um, anybody break up in there he must have been high thinking that was gonna work right he must have read too many he must have saw lena dunham's comments and went but i'm doing it right uh <laughs> all right let's uh go to the next one how about this one um a disabled tennessee man 59 disappears after hiring a mystery woman off of craigslist as his caregiver a man who hired a woman as his caregiver on craigslist is now missing according to authorities in tennessee ellis vault 59 was reported missing from his williston home by family members on saturday night um wilson says vaught's family told officers that they hadn't had any contact with him since friday night they say vaught suffered a stroke and is dependent on medications uh-huh. um now this is lee's got a long 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 history with the show of me saying craigslist is the devil's butthole do not go on there for anything people be like i don't i can't believe there's a site where you can be like i want a caregiver and i want a prostitute and will somebody come by my grill <laughs> and i got an american eagle flag i want to sell yeah nothing good is gonna come of this shit uh they say he advertised for a caregiver on craigslist and an unidentified woman answered the ad she is known only as janie uh authorities say vaught is believed to have hired the woman two weeks ago and that she is believed to be with him his vehicle a dark green van is also missing deputy said the disappearances are suspicious fayette county sheriff's office said on facebook wednesday ellis is 6'2 weighs 195 pounds last wearing a gray t-shirt black shorts brown house shoes and a do-rag uh also missing was mr vault's 1999 green plymouth voyager minivan bearing a tennessee tag according to authorities ellis has had a previous stroke is partially disabled and is on daily medications which were also missing his son kenny vault told uh localmemphis.com this is very out of character for my father for him to be gone and had no contact with us so we just want to bring him back home safe uh guess the race of the woman who kidnapped ellis vault what's the name again her name is just janie they don't have any more information in her picture and her name janie's white okay and i checked the uh to see if there was any update and it looks like um there's not been any update on him returning so he still disappeared oh shit uh all right let's check the chat room see what they believe the race is um stephen king misery white white casper's albino cousin white probably killed him and stole his organs white oh probably is missing connections white janie got a gun white (laughs) white white a black woman wouldn't want to put up with him for that long janie jillian becky white if craigslist is the devil's butthole misconnections is the colon well that's not a race mayo baby Ah! the correct answer is white that's right he is a white man and oh she's a white woman and that's janie right there um who just came to take out how do you just look at that screenshot and go all right 
come over here and get my money and and uh, take care of me right no background you don't get your family involved or anything yeah anytime you uh go on craigslist and, and post an ad take my money ah! my house and my car yep yeah because i know your dad used to, i'd be worried about your dad i'm like one day he ain't gonna come back right i mean i'm not judging you but you know that i don't want to blame the victim but come on all right craigslist is not a trustworthy place to go all right let's go to the bonus round guys double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far everybody is karen's two for two wow yeah that's right we'll see if she can finish it off we will see now that the pressure is actually on <laughs> for real though mm-hmm. uh two women including an off-duty police officer get into a brawl at a funeral home after a niece tries to kick her aunt out of the visitation service <laughs> an off-duty police officer was arrested last week after getting into a fight with her aunt at a funeral home pittsburgh's cop pittsburgh cop tracy schweitzer sweet switzer uh 49 was attending a visitation service for her 71 year old aunt at the funeral home on friday where another aunt 62 year old suzanne troy showed up switzer then allegedly confronted tori and asked her to leave saying it was her aunt's dying wish that she not attend the service Ooh, the tea damn how's your dying wish like just don't let that bitch come to my funeral ah! Uh, i'm dead put a plug mm-hmm. uh that that's that's somebody that is mad as fuck mm, uh, what you did baby but you made them highly upset well your late with your last wish is no don't let this nigga come to my yo ah! that that's anybody but you right um uh tori responded by walking up to the casket and reportedly pulled up her dress telling switzer to kiss my ass <laughs> that's why she wants you to come <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet you that few been going on for 40 years <laughs> mm-hmm. don't nobody even know why they originally mad you know <laughs> She found out that woman was dead. You know, she was sitting in the house Who like. You Swicer also claims that the aunt threatened to get a gun and shoot me in the head wow two funeral home workers who overheard the fight confirmed the claims to police the verbal argument then escalated to a full-out brawl when the women moved from the visitation center into the hallway <laughs> a fight at a funeral it's like when uh this almost bad as when um ralph uh was ralph angels uh baby mama showed up to the funeral um and she wanted to see the son and then hollywood was like now nah, it's time this is what would have happened yes! 
right if he walked over there yeah this is why you need a hollywood right right he somebody was, gotta be like now it's time right he took now it's time dog now because immediately he got up he was like mm, just 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 let it be let that it shit be, was dog. about to turn into world star no 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 don't do that to us <laughs> right no nah, no no let us bear your daddy afterwards you can do what you want to but that right now the verbal argument then escalated to a full-out brawl when the women moved from the visitation center to the hallway uh the, the aunt kicked punched and spit at uh schweitzer and while troy says she was stuck in the face and arm and chest by her 13 years younger niece um when police showed up at the scene schweitzer explained that her aunt had been estranged from the family after consulting with an assistant district attorney cops uh decided to arrest both women damn uh they both face uh simple assault charges and then the aunt face the other aunt faces assault and making a terroristic threat guess the race of this uh these white oh god damn it these women it's white sorry Aww. i ruined it sorry Aww. we all we all knew that uh karen was gonna get it wrong so take that as a as a, as a good one karen you got it right all right this my bad y'all oh i got that what nonsense is this yeah you would have missed that one right right mm. i mean white folks don't brown like this now i saved you Mm-mm-mm. my bad y'all didn't mean to do that oh. uh at any rate it was worth the story uh let me do it one sure more then worth the story i'll do one more since karen uh got a freebie on that one we all know she would have <laughs> missed it i would have definitely missed that let one let me see if i can do one more uh facebook feud led to a dispute over a man which had also led to a teen mom being stabbed to death oh shit mm-hmm i say if you gonna stab a motherfucker you do it to death ah <laughs> you gonna do it do it right mm-hmm mm-hmm uh i think i could play the video on this one okay make sure the volume is is set um and this happened in scranton pa uh what was that pennsylvania mm-hmm. pa scranton pa um if it'll play um i don't know shit don't want to play um an ongoing facebook dispute of a man turned tragic during the holiday weekend leaving a young woman dead and another facing serious charges according to wnep the 16 year old high school sophomore who was who will most likely be charged i thought i was gonna say was voted most likely to be charged <laughs> <laughs> and they was that would be a hell of a uh that would be a hell of a, a statement on your yearbook <laughs> yes the senior voted most likely to be charged with a murder um oh wait maybe i it, it looked like it want to play but then it doesn't want to play i don't know a judge just there sentenced a man from new york for a november 2014 bank robbery in scranton wait what 38 year old jamil king this isn't even the same years in prison this isn't and even the same article stole more than 100 thousand dollars when he held up the god damn it didn't even play the right why is this attached to this article <sighs> all right a 16 year old high school sophomore would most likely be charged with homicide in the death of 18 year old kayla van wert the mother of a one-year-old kathleen boyer 16 has been charged as an adult with aggravated assault and other charges for an alleged fight that turned deadly um police say the young mom was stabbed twice there sunday night she died later in the hospital um witnesses say arlene simbrot witness arlene simbrot says she saw an suv pull up and a man carrying calavan works body 
uh then i seen a guy get out and pick something up he had on a red shirt on and all these chains on and then he got in the car so i came down here right about right here and they flew through the alley simbra says a group of five people then seen the search the scene with flashlights uh those close to van work told wnep the cause of the fight was no mystery the two had apparently been battling in the past over the father of van work's daughter jorge de jesus uh 19 years old that jesus is in jail on parole violation after allegedly being violent with van work god damn you fighting over this motherfucker he abusive too oh god really this is what we doing this is what we doing y'all fighting over a motherfucker that's in jail who beats the other woman you ain't gonna steal my ain't shit man <laughs> you must done lost your mind um yeah so uh they were fighting over this motherfucker um officials with the scranton school district say kayla van wert used to attend scranton high school the accused kathleen boyer is currently a sophomore i feel bad now that you tell me she had a one-year-old sam brock said i feel really bad about it um what you didn't feel bad before was was before this i was like "Mm, okay but now that uh now that you telling me that uh it's it's different oh nah now i'm really um really upset um all right so guess the race of um the stabby the 16 year old uh who stabbed uh this other woman over this man what was her name her name was uh kathleen boyer kathleen boyer she's white all right let's take the chat room see what they believe um dating outside of her race to piss off daddy white white woman who learned switchblade skills from her man uh <laughs> white says joe spacey the in-laws don't like i don't like white says captain uh, the correct answer is white yep everybody got it right um so karen you officially went three for three today and this is what she looked like um she definitely got that look like she fuck with you know not white dudes even though she is white uh if you need a different picture this is another picture of her um where you can see she's white for real uh but like she had that that look like of every white girl on twitter that black dudes gas up (laughs) on instagram white girls evolving (laughs) y'all just regular ass people that act like they doing something special right she clapped on beat (laughs) it's time to ah you get a cookie come on time to let her call us niggas it's okay no it's not uh uh and lastly we had to talk about what we always talk about sore ratchetness death mm-hmm a Nebraska man is convicted in a sword slaying 
uh appeal he lost his appeal uh an omaha man convicted of killing his girlfriend with a sword has lost an appeal before the nebraska supreme court court on friday upheld the conviction of christopher edwards rejecting his arguments that prosecutors use manufactured evidence planted by a former crime scene investigator who served prison time for evidence tampering in a different case Woo, that's bad man because um we always say like some of these people gonna end up having a lot of cases getting retried where people really did the crime yes sir edwards is serving 100 years to life in prison 100 years to life jesus when so you gotta go old as noah to get out 25 to 100 i don't understand That's just- 100 years to life not 25 to 100 100 oh. years oh. or if you live longer than 100 life <laughs> we'll give you to 100 but if you happen to make it pass that count too yeah good we need to take these sword slaying seriously uh <laughs> that's wasn't even trying to use alliteration uh for 2006 murder case uh 20 of 19 year old jessica o'grady uh his case was investigated by former douglas county crime scene investigator david cofade cofode uh whose conviction uh has forced count uh courts to review other cases in which he was involved in addition edwards argued that his trial attorney had a conflict of interest because he also was representing kofo while kofo was under investigation well at any rate this motherfucker ain't getting out and that's good news now get out and enjoy your nfl sunday okay i know what you're saying guys it's gonna be kind of a hard way to the root it's gonna be a lot of racism a lot of new passive aggressive terms i hope you guys are getting ready because I, I i my prediction is tomorrow at work you're gonna hear a lot of people talking about these kneelers yeah and that's gonna be the new code word for thug you know yes sir did you see brandon marshall last night so sick of these goddamn kneelers and if you like oh man i kind of like brandon marshall and kaepernick oh you a goddamn kneeler lover is that what it is you love those kneelers huh mm-hmm yeah so it's about to become woke woke white folks out there be careful if you kneel to the pledge they're gonna be you can also talk to other people that kneel like kaepernick and brandon marshall can talk to each other and they call each other kneelers with an a not er like, <laughs> something my kneeler but only they can say that you know some of these people refuse to kneel cam newton he was he was standing extra tall during uh before they hit him in his head but during uh national anthem he was he would it's like he took a chair out from the bench and stood on top of the chair and put his hand on his heart and sang all the words intensely and i'm waiting on him to have his kneeler wake up call okay that's what's gonna happen his need a kneeler wake up call you know that and and also if i kneel i would kneel if i was a player because if you kneel after the game you can then blame anything bad that happened to you on the fact that people had a problem with you kneeling. Like, oh, I would love to, but the fans was, you know, them booing made me not be able to cover my man. <laughs> yeah. But that's the, you know, that's the problem. These kneelers, they had no respect for the founding fathers in their household. That's that's the real problem. The kneeler on kneeler crimes. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mm-hmm.